Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. This is the podcast for coaches, speakers, and trainers that want to grow their businesses while making an impact in the world. Hi, my name is Simone Vincenzi, and I'm the co-founder of GTEx. It is a brilliant uh, having you here now as part of this show we release different episodes uh, each week sometimes it's a solo episode where i share some of the behind the scenes of what happens in gtex uh, sometimes uh, we have uh, we interview clients uh, to hear from them and hear uh, what they are doing what they're up to and also uh, learn from them Sometimes we interview incredible experts in their field and understand a bit of what they're doing behind the scene. So you're in, you're definitely in for a treat today. Now, before we get started and introduce my guest for today, two things. Number one is if you haven't joined our free Facebook group and you want to surround yourself by a community of like-minded people, keep the conversations going after the show, meet the, the guests that we have on the show, and make sure you join our Explode Your Expert Business community. You can find the link in the show notes, so make sure you scroll down and get it right now and join in the group right now. The second part is that if you want to gain more visibility in your field, then you know that one of the best ways it's getting featured on podcasts, getting featured in publications, getting featured on radio shows. But finding the time to create a day to find the names of the journalists and the people that you want to reach out to is hard and can take a long time. And very few people that I know actually love creating long databases. <laughs> Last time I checked. So we have done the hard work for you. Uh, we have created our ultimate publicity bundle, which is uh, more than 700 publications, media, um, podcasts that uh, they're all divided by different niches with templates on how to reach out to them and uh, y- you can get it. So make sure you check it out. It's in the show notes it is uh, the ultimate publicity bundle. So uh, check the link in the show notes. If you want to go straight on the website is uh, gtex.event forward slash uh, publicity iPhone bundle. So gtex.events uh, forward slash publicity iPhone bundle. Now it is time to introduce our guest for um, our guest for today. You gotta buckle up. Uh, Dawn Jarvis, she's known as a diverse nurse and she's the CEO of the Don Jarvis LTD. She's a diversity and inclusion strategist, international speaker, executive coach, founder of the Diverse Nurse Network and host of the Don Jarvis Show podcast. Don is the author of the ebook Nurture Your Network, which will be available this autumn. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Don Jarvis. Don, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. It's really good to be here. Uh, it is a pleasure having you here, and uh, I already complimented you on uh, on on your setup. I, lo- I love uh, the the good guest setup. So if uh, anyone is uh, is listening, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure make sure you check on YouTube, check this the same title of the interview, and check and check out Don. But uh, Don, first question, and uh, it is a bit of the what we are talking about we, we're going to talk about networking and importance and how to nurture your network but i know that uh, you have a big passion for inclusion and diversity and that's a, a huge part of your work so i would love to start the interview uh, just expanding why did you decide to go into this field um that's a really good question and um, i worked um as a nurse 
um, for 35 years. I am a nurse. I still am, still am a registered nurse um, in children and in adults. And in, in my career, um, I noticed that, you know, the, the amount of patients, you know, clients that use the NHS are from very diverse backgrounds and um, I myself am of Jamaican heritage but I was born in I was born in England and I've lived here all of my life and I know that people who use the um, National Health Service in England people who work in the National Health Service in England come from a variety of mm-hmm. places and heritages yeah. and you know designing services which is one of the jobs I did in the NHS you you don't necessarily people in NHS don't necessarily design them for the people that are going to use them. And so, you know, people like an Italian man would have a different need to a West Indian woman. And that's, there's great diversity in that. So, you know, I, I really believe passionately that, um, everyone comes to work to do a good job. Everyone has this sense of meaning. Everyone has different health beliefs and what they believe to be true about their health and people need to be helped. So um, my interest in diversity was primarily around helping people who look like me to progress in the National Health Service because sometimes they mm. find that difficult. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and that translates to, you know, how do people use services? So the work I do as a management consultant now in my business is working with organisations around how they can engage their workforces but also to serve their customers and their clients as well as they can and from totally diverse um viewpoints and engaging with those people about what they actually want and that Mm. benefits the business you know it is really it's really interesting because we're going to talk about uh, network and uh, nurturing your network how is uh, the awareness of diversity and inclusion and having that awareness and having that background also helpful on uh, the business setting of nurturing and expanding your network. So from a business point of view, um, there's research about this. If you have a diverse network of connections and contacts and can appeal to a diverse um clientele you will get more business you will um you will have a happier workforce you will earn more you'll have less complaints and and you 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 increase you increase your appeal and I think um it's like in business you have your ideal client and sometimes I struggle with that because an ideal client might be uh a uh, white Italian man who plays basketball for you, Simone, I'm not saying it is, <laughs> but, you know, that means you're limiting yourself because there's loads of people who could be helped by you or anybody else, but it's around because people have this need for belonging and they have this need and but it appeals in different ways. So I'm a technophobe, you know, and, you know, so what I need is someone to help me, help to understand the technology that will help me in my business but some technical people um, are very sort of focused on gadgets and not about helping people. So um, um, what I'm saying is if you are a person who helps people with technology, some of your best customers might be somebody like me, who's a technophobe who just needs to know how to use it and to be guided in that way, in a nice way that they'll be responsive to. And that's what I mean about diversity. You wouldn't... Um, uh, I'm not an old age pensioner, but you wouldn't treat an old age pensioner the same yeah. as you would as a 17 year old, you know, but they both might want your service. 
That's a great point because uh, every person you're interacting with within your network, uh, having the awareness of, uh, you know, how do they see the world, uh, their background, their heritage. And of course, the more people you meet, and I think that's also like going back to a big passion of mine, which is traveling um, and interacting with different cultures helps you understand some of the nuances in which you can relate to one person compared to another, compared to another, how to understand them better. So from your uh, perspective, if someone wanted to start, let's say, I want to understand, like, I don't know the kind of person who is in front of me. How can you, um, what will be the starting point to be more inclusive while building your network or nurturing your network? I think it's asking questions and I really like the expression you use, how they see the world. I start off with what you have in common. So, you know, you might have in common that you're in the same group, um, that you work in the same place and then explore um, what are the differences and, and the differences that in the way you see the world, what, how do you experience the world is, is something that I'm quite interested in. So, um, um, I like football. Um, I might be unusual in, in that, but my experience of football is different to um, uh, another person, even yeah. another woman. It's, it's different, you know, the, the team I support, which is Arsenal, by the way. But, you know, that my experience with them. Okay, well, so um, we will need to interrupt the interview right now, I've been told, uh, <laughs> just because you don't support Chelsea. So yeah, I... Uh... See? <laughs> So that's a different that's a different experience, isn't it, around that? And but that's something we've got in common. We both like football and that's something that we can talk about. And when when I'm networking, if you know that's what I try to find the commonalities, but also the differences. So that that would be a conversation starter um around that. And then when you start that conversation, then you find out all sorts of different different things about um about the person that you're talking to or engaging with, you know, what business they're interested in, what they, you know, how they feel about family, you know, all that, all that sort of thing. And you're not doing it to um, sort of be intrusive. You're just doing it out of interest. And it's like, and, and that they can find out something about you. And my feeling around in the business world and in careers, this works too. And even with your family or your friends is that if you, you are genuinely interested in somebody and want to find something out about them, it's always really useful. It's always really le- a learning experience and they can also learn about you. And what happens is that that you can have that conversation we could have conversations about football and you know I may never see you again or you know or I might you know I might connect with you on LinkedIn I might you know um when I see you around I'll be like oh yeah I'm like to Simone yeah it was he was that a Chelsea supporter I didn't like that but you know we did like football together and then you know if I see that you're offering a program I think oh yeah I really like that guy Simone yeah I'm gonna see check that out and that's how it works is that people remember the interaction they remember and then when you're out and about they'll think of you and they'll think about what you said about whatever you, you talked about and how it relates to them and how either you can help them or you, or they can help you i'm curious now because well first of all it is fascinating how actually as human being i remember you know, I don't remember the people that I've exchanged a business card with at an yeah. important event 
or meeting an online Zoom room and, the, you know, everyone is posting their LinkedIn profile like crazy. I'm like, okay. But I don't remember them, but I remember someone that uh, I had a good conversation with. And I remember Absolutely. being into an online networking event, um, which in one way is even more difficult to remember people online compared to a multi-sensor sensorial experience that we might have at a networking event, but in, in live. And uh, I think, and I remember we started talking because uh, she's uh, living in Portugal and we we're talking about how was life in Portugal. And, uh, uh, and, and that actually, that's what I remember about that conversation. Which uh, is the, the thing about Colin, because I, I, I like, I went to Portugal and we started talking about where she was and where I went. And that created that particular connection. So, absolutely. And, that, and I think that's what, you know, so, you know, people can put their, I'll connect with me on LinkedIn. But as you said, why would they remember you if you've not had a conversation and had some commonality and had some reaction? it's very easy to connect with people but it's easier if they remember oh we met at this or um I was really in I saw you speak at an event and I was really interested in what you said about da 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 you know it doesn't matter but um I know when people connect with me um I am more likely to connect with them if they um bring up an association that they they have had with me or they know somebody that I know or we have some common interests around that it's not that I won't um but I'd be more likely to connect and engage with that person um if we've been to the same places and known the same things or had a conversation and it's that association as you said you know um so, you know, I know lots about you, Simone, but, you know, I know you like football, I know you like basketball. And, um, you know, if I then said to you, oh, yeah, how's Chelsea doing? You would remember that we'd had a conversation. I remember that. Football, yeah. yeah. So oh. you'd remember that. And you think, oh, yeah. And that is not saying, oh, buy my thing or meet with me or what can you do for me? It's just that we had a conversation and it was a nice conversation about something we're both mutually interested in. I, I and then the other stuff can follow. And the other, absolutely. And, uh, um, and, and that's what I, I'm actually curious right now. Um, because, uh, uh your background, uh, as you mentioned, like in the, in the interview as well, was in the public sector in the yes. NHS, uh, working as a nurse. And, uh, you're working a lot in the field of diversity and inclusion. And also there is this link and this book that is coming out, uh, um, about, uh, uh, nurturing your network that, that you have. So how was your, what prompted you to write a book and what got you so passionate about the topic of building your network and networking? Uh, I'm curious to hear the story. So um, it's, it's, it's interesting. So I, I've always wanted to have a business, but I've always worked for the public sector and um, nobody in my family has got a business uh, at all. And I got laid off from work and used that as the opportunity to start my business. And um, I've been pretty successful. I've had some contracts. I've had some management consultancy contracts. I, I do motivational speaking. So I've had some speaking engagements. And, you know, I've been in business a year. Um, you know, just in August, you know, it's been a year since I started um, my business. I started oh, it in wow. the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, August 2020. Yeah. I started it. And, um, you know, I, I, what I did was I thought, you know, who do I know? Um, I want to get some management consultancy. Um, and so I thought, who do I know around that? 
And um, I'll tell you what I did afterwards. But the reason I wrote the book is that people ask me, how how do you get your contract? You know, how did you get that speaking gig? Mm. And then I had to really think about, I thought, well, how did I? Because I'm not, you know, I'm not that yeah, structured. It's true. You know, there yeah. are people that, that they, they work years. Yeah. And they they really struggle or it takes years to get the foot in the door. Well, yeah. you know, here you've been able to achieve what a lot of people might do in like five or six years. Yeah. And so, and people have asked me about it and I, and then, so I had to think about it and I realized that I used my networks and I also used my networks in my career because I had a successful career in the NHS. Um, I was fairly senior in that. I met a lot of people and um, I keep in touch with everybody. I really do. You know, I never shut the door on anyone ever. And I also remember something about them. And that's, you know, so business cards, no good for me because I won't remember anyway, but I remember what I associate with them. Um, And what I did when I left my my job is I I looked at all the people in my own personal network. I, um, somebody in my network commented on a LinkedIn post um, who's chief executive of of a hospital and um, so I emailed her and messaged her and said, can I talk to you? I said, I'm starting a business, um, you know, and you'd be my ideal client. What sort, What would you be looking for in around diversity and inclusion for your, um, for your business? I just want to know. And that really helped me. And she was fabulous. And she introduced me to some people. And um, then about two months later, the person she introduced me to offered me some work because they had a need at that time and they remembered that I had that conversation. So what I want to say is I didn't go there saying, give me a job. I said, can you, I need to, you know, I need to know that my customer will be somebody like you. What are you looking for? So then I can tailor my services towards that. And and it really, and she introduced me to some people and you know, she gave me two contracts, not one, but two contracts. Wow. And so, and that really worked for me. You know, well, it is a, it is really powerful, even the setting the story. And uh, uh, there are a few, few things that I picked up from what you shared. One is that you never close the door. So if no. you find someone, you create a connection with someone, you keep in touch with them regularly, keep having conversation with them regularly. And uh, for, for, for no particular agenda. It's not that you're reaching out to when you need something. Because I think that a lot of people, they remember the network only when they need something. And it's like, yeah. oh, I need something from you, so I'm going to reach out to you. Yeah. And you know that every time that person reaches out to you, it's just because they, they need a favor, they have an ask. And sometimes you don't even want to answer them back and just ignore yeah. the message because of that reason. But if you actually receive messages from a person who generally cares about you, just yeah. really want to keep in touch. You don't even to be, to be best friends and talk every yeah. day, but just someone that touches by regular and say, "Hey, how are you doing? What's going on in your life? Hey, have you seen the, the, the this football match? Or have you seen the other thing? Yeah. Have you seen whatever it is? Then it makes it makes a difference. So that's um, I can see why you decided to write a book because I, I definitely a lot of people would have asked. So uh, I know that there are some people that said that might be listening right now. And they say, well, but I don't, I find, uh, I find networking boring <laughs> or nurturing one network boring, or I don't want to, oh, 
I don't know if I can express in better words than oh, yeah. sometimes Absolutely. what I think about. <laughs> I know, people are like that. Um, I, I have said before that before um, I started writing this book, I actually didn't know that there were sort of things that called networking events. And right. I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know that there were businesses that that was their prime thing <laughs> that they did. I didn't, I had no, I literally had no idea. And, um, and that's not how I network. It's it, I network in everyday conversations. You know, I network walking down the street. I, you know, if I'm in a situation with people, I that they, I, I want to have a talk with them, and you know, and they then might become part of part of my network. You know, that's that's how that's how I do it. So, my point in saying that is, it, networking it, it can be structured, and in the book I talk about a way you can structure it. But I've also talked to people in research in the book around they, they say oh, I don't like networking and I go oh, tell me what you do then and then they say oh yeah and, you know people say to me that they like talking to me that you know I'm really interested in what they've got to say and I goes well you're networking then aren't you that's networking whether you know <laughs> so you know so and so that that that's I think the book the book is and you know, and I, think, I know sort of you know they have women's networking organizations and sometimes women find it more difficult to sort of go to places by themselves to do that um, to do that sort of like I you know have that elevator pitch you know and sort of like you know I'm you know I'm Dawn and I'm the diverse nurse and I can do this but it doesn't have to be like that it you know any situation if you go to a an event you can network there I was at an event last week my first in-person event since the pandemic and you know I wasn't really feeling it but I thought no well the best thing to do is to use this as an opportunity to get to know people that I don't already know and ask them about their business and you know see if there's any commonality there and it was very successful and you know if you're in a a mastermind or if you're in a Facebook group you know get to know the people in there you know because you know when people as you said people on Facebook message you and say oh do you want to do you want to come on my course I'm like I don't know you you know why would I want to come on you know so but if we've got a relationship and I you know I want to help that person I will that's uh that's really interesting because uh, one of the things that I've always hated uh is uh, the structured networking event yeah, and that's why I ended up being having so many speaking gigs because what I said is that instead of going and um, networking in uh, yeah. the elevator pitch and so on, I was like, I'm going to deliver a presentation. Whoever wants to connect with me after the presentation, then I'm networking with everyone in the room, and then everyone can come to me and have a relevant conversation. But most of the time, if I'm going aside of it, because that was my primary and still is my primary networking strategy, is a speaking strategy, but yeah. the sitting down what do you do you have one minute next <laughs> i found it like the one of the most dull processes and there are some people i don't know people that enjoy it but you never gave me like anything in element of human connection yeah. like, how much can you connect and in fact i ended up when i was running when i was doing this kind of a networking events or i was at one and i had to participate I remember that I was just tearing the conversation completely away from business because yes. I know that every time everyone would have asked about business and I don't want, I can read your business card. I ain't stupid. Okay. But, but I don't know you. And yeah. if I can connect with you on a human level, then there are way more chances we can do business together. Yeah. And, and I, I like trust. That. 
it's about trust isn't it and what I think in those sort of like one minute pitch sort of situations you've got no idea of the person and their values you know what's important to them why are they doing it are they doing it because they just want to make money are they doing it because they want to help people you know what's behind all that and I think you know um I know when I spend money I need to be invested in the person I'm buying from, particularly if I'm buying coaching, if I'm buying um, something that's going to help me with my business. I need to be really sure about the person who's delivering it and that they align with my values. And And there's ways of finding that out. And there's ways of how people engage with you and how they and how they respond to you. And I know in my buying decisions, that's made a, a difference. If I feel like I'm just a number or pound signs, I'm not interested. And and I know that's um, and that's why I'm all about re- developing the relationship, because even if a person isn't interested in your services and that is absolutely fine it's really good to know that person anyway and they may know somebody who's interested in your services and they will remember the interaction they had with you and they will refer back to you and that's happened to me so many times I just wanted to go back to what you said about speaking as a networking strategy because that is one of the strategies like I am a motivational speaker I do speaking and I know and I do it paid and I do it for free I have never done a speaking engagement and something hasn't come out of it for my business never it's always it always it always happens because always you never know know who's listening and you're networking with uh, 10 20 100 depending on the size of the room people at the same time yes and what uh, i i think that the, the the normal there is something that you said about creating connections and think that sometimes people approach networking in the wrong way because they approach networking as a way to get in clients yes instead of as a way to get into know people yes so w- what what do you have to say about that I think that, you know, networking can help you get clients and it's the way that I have got clients, but I don't think that should be your primary objective. I think the primary objective is to get to know people and connect with people, find out how you align, and then the clients will come. The clients the clients will come. Um, if you go in, you know, obviously, if, you, if you've got a, a meeting with a, you know, a, a client and you want to... Um, you want to sort of pitch your services fine but you know you have to do due diligence around you know the client you need to know everything about them what they're interested in what they do when they're not working you know have they got a family you know you know why you know what's in it for them and to do that you have to sort of like go beyond the sort of like the, the bottom line you know the why why would they you know I say this all the time you know um, people might be disappointed that people aren't engaging with them. And I, I, I like to talk, not that, but turn that around. So why would they engage with you? You know, you know, what, what, why would they, why would they buy your service? Why would they engage you? You know, have you, have you let anything of yourself out that, and, and how you want to help them? And, you know, people, like I said earlier, I make buying decisions because I, you know, I invest in the person and invest in the relationship. And I think it'll be mutually beneficial. And that's been my experience that people that have, you know, bought my services have seen something in me that, that aligns with their values and what they want to do in the world. And, you know, that has, that has helped, you know, 
there are lots of ways to make money you know and that and there's lots of you know networking is one of those ways and you can you know it's a marketing strategy it's a communication strategy it's you know it's all of those things I didn't know that and what I knew is that as a result of um, connections I'd made that I have got business out of it and but and so other people can too, but I would say you have to do it authentically. You have to do it with a, a giving heart and not expect anything from it. And, you know, and then the results will come. You know, there's all the time in the world for funnels, for webinars or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that, you know, that is all cool. You know, but in it, you know, if you want to make a community, which is one of the things I want to do, in sort yeah. of diverseness yeah. network. It's about developing you have to develop relationships that goes beyond yeah. the, that could be on the, an exchange of business card. It yeah. could be on the one minute pitch. Yeah. And uh, like going back to the one minute pitch part, you know, sometimes you can't even connect with them because they are in tune their head, remembering that one minute pitch. Yeah. And what you want is to connect with that person. So uh, let's say uh, I got one more question to ask around networking because uh, some people might be saying, oh, but it's, it's good for you. You know, I'm an introvert. I'm not... I'm not naturally like stopping people. Like you said, stopping people on the street. I'm never going to do that. I'm uh, uh, going to an event. Uh, I'm not. I'm staying on, on my stuff. And uh, I, I don't, I just don't like a lot of social situations. So what would you say around it? I would say um, that there are lots of people that you know, you know, um, there are people that you encounter um, going around your everyday life that and to have a conversation um, with a person if you're standing next to somebody at the coffee machine have a conversation with them even in your work or your business you know who who are you dealing with who are who are you, you know I, I have this thing about you need to know the secretary to the cleaner in every place that you go have an interest in them and you know because um, they know things and they will be you know I, I have a saying that you, there's nothing more flattering than attention that you know if you give someone your attention that is so so flattering and they remember it and and you can do that at the bus stop you can do that I've done it in the ladies toilet <laughs> you know and you know you just if you're in a space with somebody engage um one of the things I'd recommend is you know like on Facebook you on, on LinkedIn they tell you when people's birthdays are if someone says if someone's allowed people to know when their birthday I say happy birthday and then and then you can say it'd be good to catch up if you know them yeah. you know and and people remember oh yeah so so said said happy birthday the people who engage with you so now we're in this online world at the minute and not everyone's going to work or going out all the time or to in person events but the people who engage with you on Facebook or you engage with them you just have to sort of answer their posts or make a comment or something exactly. and that is engagement that is networking because people remember I remember if someone comments on my post. I actually write it down <laughs> so you know that you know wow. <laughs> you take it to an all new level no, but because mm-hmm. I don't want to forget I want to remember because you know that person has taken time and effort mm-hmm. to engage with me 
And the very least I can do is remember who they are. Wow, it is uh, it is really interesting and fascinating the the, the levels of details in which uh, you take uh, you take networking. And uh, now, if um, I found that also people that are introvert, they actually are better networkers than natural extroverts because they are less transactional. Yes. Uh, I generally like I'm incredibly extrovert. One moment I talk to one person, then after two minutes I'm bored. I want to talk to the other person. So what happened is that because of my personality, I have a few deeper relationships, but a large majority are very transactional relationships or superficial relationships because I know a lot of people, but then a very strong relationship, there are just a few. And of course, like it's normal, but, and I found though people that are more introvert, they're better networkers because they tend to remember more about people, yeah. tend to be more patient, to yeah. have more time, yeah. to be less distracted as well. So Absolutely. actually networking is a great strategy for someone who's an introvert, not just the networking event when you deliver your one minute pitch and you talk to a thousand people yeah. and it is a number because in the, there is this conception, I don't know how that happened, where networking becomes a number game. You know, the more yeah. business cards you can connect, collect, and the more LinkedIn connections that you can get. And I fell into that trap because I didn't know any different, right? I remember like I got 14,000, how many connections? I think 14,000, 15,000 connections on LinkedIn, something like that. Yeah. Because I just wasn't interested in numbers. I wasn't interested in people. And then when I really understood about networking, I was like, oh, I did it all wrong. (laughs) I just did it all wrong. It's not that it's all wrong. It's that it's numbers are just numbers, aren't they? Um, The actual metric is around the connection you have with people and what result it and what result that you've got from it so I'm a great LinkedIner I have got a lot of business out of LinkedIn um, but it's around making those those connections there's no point having five million followers if they're not engaged you know so you know depending on what your objectives are you know so it's the quality of those um, followers and um, how you you know how you can how you can serve them, how you can help. And, you know, and I know that you do this by giving information, by, you know, so you, so you can have light touch engagement, but you can have a deeper engagement depending on what your objectives are and your followers. And in any space, you know, they're following you for a reason. And it's sort of, um, what is, what is that reason? And, you know, and how can it be mutually, mutually benef- beneficial, um, for both for both parties so I would say um, I haven't got lots of followers um, I've got a few more than probably more than the average but why are the people following me do they want information from me are they interested in my life are they interested and you can serve in all sorts of different ways even by you know I don't know I put a picture of me and my son at the Paralympics in uh, 2012 most people are interested in that because some people are just interested in me and my family you know but other people are interested in my business and other people are interested because I'm a nurse and I'm, I'm in health and well-being so it's about you know segmenting that and sort of like you know how you want to engage with those people yeah uh, I, I love it. in fact I'm thinking about it because um even uh, if I'm thinking about the posts that creates more connections, they're not business related posts. No. They are personal. They're personal, okay. private posts. Uh, 
I think that I, I did a poll. I looked at it on Instagram, for example, the the post that gets the most comment and views. They're all pictures of Lavelda. Exactly. She's got all of them. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I just need basically to post picture of you. Like that, that was yeah. but no, but that's You're like together because that's what people people, what people are interested, interested in. in like in the, in the relation. And then the, yeah. when we do yeah. the funny, sometimes we will go on holiday and we do these funny videos uh, together. Uh, where we hike and then she looks at me with a side eye. That's all the thing that people actually comment about that they're interested in. So bringing your personality and your content definitely helps connect with your audience. Yeah. So uh, we are, we are uh, at the end of the interview this time to wrap up. It's been uh, very insightful thinking about you know, um, the different ways in which we can network, uh, how simple it can be from keeping in touch with connections, creating commonalities as well and uh, having more personal and human conversations and the fact that you know you don't need to be an extrovert to be successful in networking and to make it work for you introvert can do that and it doesn't have to be a boring process or mechanical process something that you can embed in your day-to-day life so if people want to get to know more about uh, networking maybe about the book that you will be releasing um, what's the best place to reach out to you so um, my website, um, dawnjarvis.com, um, it's got, uh, you can pre-order the book if you would like. Um, I'm hoping to finish it quite soon and um, be launching it in October 2021, because I know this will be on the internet forever. And um, also um, there is a, a summary of the chapters of the book um, uh, there just to give you a flavor of that and that's at the same link at dawnjarvis.com so that's where you can get hold of me and uh, anyone wants to email me um, i'm at dawn at dawnjarvis.com brilliant so dawnjarvis.com that's the link make sure you that's check it out you go and check out the website get in touch with yeah. dawn and if you have more questions about uh, inclusion and diversity for example or as well networking and building your network Make sure that you reach out uh, because she will definitely be able to help. Uh, now, Don, to wrap up, uh, if you, we were to, to leave our listeners um, with a final message, what would your final message be based on, on this interview? I would say, I'm going to have two, but they're going to be two quick ones, is everyone you meet, think about that unique thing to remember them by sort of like what is about you know so I, I use the example of um you and football um you know so what do you remember about that person so I remember that Simone's a Chelsea supporter and the other thing that I would say is never close the door on anybody you know remember that you met these people and that you know and find a way to keep that connection going be that on LinkedIn be that on Facebook or you know a phone number and have a you know a quick you know coffee um virtual if necessary and so that people remember and then but don't expect anything go into it with a a given heart and I think that's the best thing I can suggest for people and make note of the results you know so when when you're rich and famous think about you know actually it's because I set, spoke to somebody when I was standing next to him in the, t- in the queue for the toilet. You know, that's how I met so-and-so. Oh, that, that's brilliant. Thank you very much, Don. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, thank you for uh, listening or watching the show. 
Um, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe right now or subscribe to the YouTube channel if you are on YouTube. And also let us know in the, in the comments, what did you enjoy the most? And in particular, if you're listening on the show, uh, leave us a, a review. Uh, your reviews are the lifeblood of uh, every podcast. And uh, so we'd really love to hear from you. What were your thoughts, experiences and learnings? from this episode let us know with a review having said that thank you very much i'm looking forward to seeing you next time and always remember that together we grow exponentially ciao thank you for listening to explode your expert business show if you enjoyed the interview please subscribe to the show and leave us a review every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get so it might be you make sure you give us a review it means the world to us and that's how we, we can help us grow the show also remember to download the expert business checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field the link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iphone checklist so it's gtex.events forward slash expert iphone checklist and as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.